What kind of images come to your mind when you think of September? You may say pumpkin spice latte, leaves starting to change, kids going back to school, Labor Day. I don't know. My mom's birthday. I don't, whatever your idea of September is. Well, if you lived in Panama City Beach, especially back in 2009, one thing that would for sure come to mind would be Bike Week. Yeah, it was a big deal down in Panama City, man. That's where I first started my very, my very first morning show. I know we've, we've talked about this segment before, but I found in my archives the very first edition of Jail or No Jail. Jail or No Jail, where we try to guess, have these bikers been to jail, all based on their tattoos? It's so funny as we fumble through this segment, and you'll get it in a moment in Kramer history today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What up? What's going on? Welcome to the show. Glad you are here. In case you're new, this is a podcast that's based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. The question was asked, was there any drama while I was on my trip with my family? I always say I can only last about four days with my family. I don't know about you, but I feel like everyone kind of feels this way where like if you're not used to being around your family so much, maybe your family lives you know, far away or you don't see them that often, you probably have a breaking point too where you're just kind of like, okay, like enough is enough, right? Uh, Eileen, actually, one of our favorites was uh, one that asked the question on the Facebook page. And I guess I didn't, oh, yeah. didn't get back into that. Was there any drama while we were in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and typically I said it would be Dramaggy, who is my dramatic sister, Maggie, uh, or it'd be my dad. Like both of them have the potential of making things very dramatic. <laughs> and um, I can only say that the drama has only started since I got back <laughs> from Baltimore. And it literally just happened like two seconds ago. And like, it's like, I just I I think old people forget that like we adults have like full days of shit to do and like your priorities are not the biggest thing in the world. Uh, but when when we were in Georgia, mom, did you feel like there was any drama? I only remember one time that my dad stormed off about something. He did. Um, yeah, he was just like no. He came in and he was like, "All right, it's time to shut things down." You need to, it was the day before your birthday party. Remember, and he was mm-hmm. like, "You got a busy day tomorrow," and like. Like we're not all 40 plus year old people in there, <laughs> real people. Like we don't, uh-huh. you know, do that. Yeah, I remember we were, that. We, we were, were watching all a movie. watching something. Yeah. We were watching a movie and it was like, eight, it was like nine o'clock. And like my dad <laughs> walked in the room from his bedroom. He's like, oh no, y'all know we got a busy day tomorrow, right? <laughs> we were like, okay. Um, but like, honestly, that wasn't even that for the, for the Yancey family, that wasn't even really that, that much drama. No. Uh, he, he my just... dad actually was probably the most well-behaved, I think I've ever experienced with him. He's, it's Would because you, he's taking CBD. I, I, and I told my mom that. Like, I, I noticed a change in my dad. Like, he doesn't seem as cuckoo as usual. <laughs> Usually he just gets, gets, like, super uptight about stuff, and it's just somehow drama pops out. But that was the only time that I noticed anything, mm-hmm. which I felt like was pretty good. There were actually a couple of different times where I was kind of expecting him to be all crazy, and uh-huh. he didn't get crazy. Right. Uh, Dramaggy, here's the thing with Dramaggy. As long as her husband is around, yeah. And I think this probably goes for a lot of people. As long as their their partners are around, like do you have a brother or sister that acts that way? Like their partner's there and like they're fine. Their partner's not there and they're like, like complete cuckoo brain. <laughs> um, I, do, you, do you feel that way, mom? Like when, mm. when John is there, 
I feel like the drama is kept at bay. Like yeah, she doesn't revert a- to 10 year old Maggie. Like when, <laughs> they, when you've got a person there, it's almost like you don't revert to like that childhood. Cause it's funny when you get back together with your family, especially yeah. when you don't see them all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's like the same way I feel about when I get back with Dan, my best friend. I don't know if you agree with this, but it's almost like you revert back to like, how like the, the time of life <laughs> that like you knew these people from uh-huh. no matter who it is right uh-huh so like for my family it it kind of hops back into like the family dynamic probably <laughs> like a, high, a middle school or high school right where you know my dad is in charge my mom just kind of takes care of everybody maggie's all dramatic and my brother's just doing some weird stuff and <laughs> um yeah did you did you notice any drama though actually at the while I was in Atlanta? No, none. Nope. I'll tell you. So drama has gone. This is like, I know somebody's going to be able to appreciate this story because I know that some of your parents are also like, <laughs> what is it about people when they get old where they just don't realize that like the world doesn't revolve around their issues? And I don't know if all people are this way, but I feel, I feel like they are because I feel like even my mom is a pretty understanding person. Well, and not even like a nagging way, yeah. but will be like, it doesn't matter what it is. Let's just say that like this, this kind of goes back to like the Evite situation of two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> so in case you weren't here, my dad decided that he needed to send out an Evite for my mom's Maggie. 40th, did. Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I think dad sent it out. Oh, no, so, dad would not know how to send out an Evite. Well, dad was in, dad had like the list. <laughs> gotcha. He may so, have, he may have, Ask Maggie, Maggie to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. So he was like, he was like, like every day he'd be like, did you, did you, he text me, or did you RSVP yet on the <laughs> Evite? I'm like, dad, no, like that's not, like that's literally the least of my priorities is signing the damn Evite. He's like, but people want to know, like, keep in mind, this is like 90% of people that are there are like my, my immediate family. <laughs> like right. People that I already, that I just left the house with in the first place, right? To go to this restaurant for my mom's birthday. <laughs> and then the other half, the other 10% of people don't probably give a shit that I'm there or not. Honestly, they don't Aww. care. So my dad thinks though, but it's true, right? Like it's no, not, that's not, it's true. not like, it's not like I'm getting a lifetime achievement award or something. <laughs> and like, yeah, but they don't get to see you often. The people need to know if they need to add my name to the program or not. Like <laughs> this is literally my mom's 70th birthday party that like 15 people are at. Anyway. So here's a new one. Here's my new dad drama for the week is, <laughs> So when I when I pack for Atlanta, I pack very light because I don't like to pay the luggage fees. And that actually bit me in the ass. I didn't tell you all that story at all. Oh no. Um, I so I pack light. I try to pack everything in a backpack, especially when I go to Atlanta, because I know my parents have laundry and uh, you know, a washer and dryer. My dad does laundry almost every day anyway. So mm-hmm. I can just you know, wash clothes almost every day and it's no big issue, you know, cause I'm not really going anywhere. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, so, uh, I, I come downstairs and there's a, a basket of my clothes that I, on the very last day, then pe- they're clean. I pack back up and I put them in my bag and, you know, get back to Baltimore. Well, maybe f- 24 to 36 hours after <laughs> I get back in town, I get a text from my dad and he's like, do you have my black shorts? <laughs> And like, obviously there's like, I didn't look, but there's, I'm like at work. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like eight 30 in the morning <laughs> and like, I have no, no, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I, I just said, no, I don't have them. Cause like, 
who cares? It's a pair of black. <laughs> like if I have them, obviously I'll let you know, but like, I'm not gonna, like, it's not that big a deal. It's a pair of black shorts, you know? Uh-huh. So then, uh, about maybe five hours after that, he's like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure you don't have them? Will you check? <laughs> and then I didn't really check because I was like, I was like, no, I don't have them. Like I just, it's not, again, I'm doing a million things. I don't have time to like go through every, I hadn't unpacked my bag at that point. Well, finally the next day, I think that was like Thursday or whatever. I had unpacked my bag and that's when I noticed I actually did have his pair of shorts. So I texted him. I said, I have your shorts. I'll send them to you. Mm-hmm. He said, okay, great. Y'all, it, it, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been five hours later. <laughs> like five hours, like literally, did you send them yet? <laughs> And I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't send them. It's, it's, I, I literally have not left my house since the last time we talked. And then, so Monday was, that was, was it Monday or Sunday? I, I don't remember. One day, so like two days later, he texts me. He's like, did you send them yet? And I was like, no, I haven't sent them yet. He's like, I hope that you'll, you'll put a high, pri- or something like high, we hope you'll send this with a high priority. I mean, it's a pair of shorts. It's a pair of shorts. Like literally it's a pair of shorts. So literally before we recorded the podcast, like we're over here, my mom and I are just chit-chatting about what we're going to talk about on the show. And my dad walks in. He's like, is that is Steven on? <laughs> my mom's like, yeah. He's like, did you I, well, did you send my shorts yet? <laughs> like, I, it's one of two of my favorite pair. <laughs> the shorts can wait. I'm sorry I haven't had a chance to get to the UPS store. <laughs> Yeah, he was tearing. He was tearing the his closet apart. He was going through the drawers. He was, you know, going. He went down, and looked under your bed. I mean, he was looking everywhere. He wanted me to go look behind him. I was like, okay, and I kind of halfway looked because this happens a lot. And then, I mean, everything always turns up, right? Yeah. And so he came to the conclusion that you had to have them. And I said, yeah, that's probably right. That's probably right. Well, there I mean, he's got umpteen thousand pairs of shorts. This is true. But they are hit one of two pair that he favors. So I said, well, you just have to wash your other one pair every day. <laughs> Until I get back. So I got a I got a high priority. It's not about running a top podcast or it's not about you your know, job. Extremely high pressure radio show. Uh, you know, and just just trying to get a little bit of sleep in between. I literally, I literally have to make sure these shorts get there with it with with haste, mm-hmm. with absolute haste. Snap, so the answer snap. is no. Yeah, the the drama the drama did not kick in until I until I got back. All in all, I give I give Jimmy, Jimmy Mac an A. Yeah. I give Dramaggy an A. I think everyone was on their best behavior. They were, and uh, the Yancey family had very very little drama. Yeah. Um, and a good we'll do, time. It was a good time. We'll do our mom tent for the week. If you're new to the show, mom tent is what we do on Wednesdays, and it's my mom's content. Uh, when we first started this podcast, she would always send me all these articles or websites. Let's talk about that. Literally, it was like, <laughs> like if you want an analogy, remember like back in, was it analogies? Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Back on like the SATs where like this is to that, is this was to that. Uh-huh. Like my dad is to shorts <laughs> as my mom is to sending me articles that we should talk about <laughs> on the podcast. That's right. Remember that mom? Like, this is no one. joke. That's a it's good no one. Joke. Mm-hmm. Like it was literally so many articles and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. here's the deal. And it's nice. It's very nice. I don't want to come across like I was not appreciative because I was, especially when we first got started, you know, yeah. it was, 
<laughs> it's a little messy over here trying to get. I remember, man, I, mean, I would I sit here. I don't have for, much life content that's of interest. You do. That's the thing is, like, you do. You, it's so funny. My mom is like, doesn't think that anything goes on. <laughs> like, for example, literally the other day, she was like, I got nothing happened today. Not one thing <laughs> happened of any interest whatsoever. She always just gives me like bullet points, but like not things that make her feel anything. So it's like, I just went to my book club and then I, I came home. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, and I did call FedEx because I thought that they had sent me the package, but then they told me that it was actually the marketing photo that I sent. That was a funny story. <laughs> that was a funny, like, like she acted like that. Like, she, like you should, you should have come busted in the door, being like, "I got a story for today." <laughs> you ain't gonna believe this one. That was funny. Oh, that was, that's, that's why I don't believe her when she says there's nothing going on. Because I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. all right, it'll come out. It'll uh-huh. come out somewhere uh, mid podcast. I, I guess if I talk long enough, she'll come up with something. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so mom content. So mom tent is my mom's best favorite thing that she saw on the internet this week. And uh, we call it mom tent. So here we go. What is it, mom? I think it's funny. This is from BuzzFeed, and it's little white lies that uh, parents used to tell their kids. Okay. Um, yeah. So we, you know, we make up all sorts of little crazy stuff, and these are really quite funny. Um, this one is the first one is hysterical to me. I once found a tube of lube on my mom's dresser, <laughs> and asked her what it was. She told me it was cherry chapstick and then rubbed it on her lips. I was like 12 and read the label afterwards. Yeah, 12 is a little old to be. Oh my God. To be making up stories like that because uh, that's just uh, at some point, these, these kids, we. Uh, we figure it out. You know what I mean? Like we get it after a while. There's nothing you can say or do to, uh, to fool us. Uh-uh. Maggie was playing with one of her little good friends one time, and they found her parents' sex toys in the closet, and they were like, oh, what is all this? They were like seven or eight. I, oh. Yeah. I'm very thankful that I've uh, never experienced that kind of situation. Um I uh, I am too, honey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right, what's another one? My mother told me that energy drinks kill your eggs so you can't have babies. Oh, God. That may actually be true. What? I don't know. You know, I was watching a TikTok the other day. This this scares me. If you you guys drink those Monsters or Red Bulls or whatever, uh, I saw a TikTok, which I, I, you know, I put about 50% stock. I always say do your research before you just go blindly trusting (laughs) TikToks. But this woman was telling a story about how her, um, her dad was like 52 or something and just died of a heart attack or something. Oh. I think instant heart attack. And basically his blood had thickened. Mm. Like they went back and they tested like his blood's like really thick. Mm. And they were like, that happens when you drink too many energy drinks or Red Bulls. And I'm like, wow, mm. I didn't know that's a thing. So maybe not be your eggs, no. but literally it could kill you. But, uh, but I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a bad lie to tell people. Honest to God. Mm. I ended up going to the doctor one time because I drank a, uh, cause y'all know me, I'm already crazy enough. But then when I add caffeine to my life, oh, I don't drink a lot of yeah. caffeine because mm. it makes me cuckoo. But I, I drank a off-brand uh, five-hour energy shot. Mm. This is back in Panama City. And like for the next 48 hours, I literally thought I was going to – I was having a heart attack. I literally thought I, – mm-hmm. I, I was like – I couldn't really breathe right. Mm-hmm. And my heart was just racing. Yeah. I literally went to the doctor. And they had to run like a little – you know, they put those little pads on your chest and everything. Yeah. 
She's like, I think you just drank too much caffeine. Maybe oh. cut back. I was like, okay. God, All right, yeah. what else? They are they are dangerous though. There is yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. I don't know. That's not a terrible lie. No, my mother told me if I made an ugly face, the wind would change and I'd get stuck that way forever. Well, <laughs> the joke was on her because I said, "Is that what happened to you?" Ah, <laughs> you little smart aleck kid. <laughs> why? Why is that a thing? Why did y'all tell us that if we like? Because was it when I roll my eyes? I think that's what it was. I that think your it was eyes when, would get stuck. Yeah, that your eyes would get stuck. Why was that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean, though. Uh huh. <laughs> Y'all told me. Like, I feel like every parent, maybe not every parent, but I felt like my, you know, my parents would tell me that, like, if you, yeah, <laughs> if you're, uh, <laughs> if you're not careful, that you're, uh, your, roll your eyes, eyes will get stuck like, up in the top of your head. Yeah, I was like, damn, that's scary. All right, <laughs> I don't like that too much, but all right. <laughs> All right, give me another one. Uh, my aunt and her friends told me their cigarettes smell funny because they were American cigarettes, but it was weed. They were smoking <laughs> weed. <laughs> Must have been somebody from a different country. I think that's pretty clever. I don't. Actually. I don't remember weed until I was actually the first time I remember ever smelling marijuana was at a Dave Matthews concert when I was probably a freshman mm-hmm. in high school, which like wow. I had no business going to a Dave Matthews concert in oh. freshman year of high school, mom. That was a poor, wow. poor parenting decision. But, yeah. um, hmm. but I just remember being like, what in the world <laughs> is so stinky? Like I had no reference point at all, you know, of like, <laughs> of like what that could have been. Right. So. Maybe not a yeah. terrible lie to tell your kids either. All right, let's do two more. Okay. Um, my mother used to tell me that Santa knew we were bad because he was watching us through the light and the smoke detectors. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that is a good one, isn't it? I like that one. I like that one too. Y'all need to, yeah, y'all need lights. to, y'all need to use that one. Uh-huh. That's smart. I like. I'm <laughs> yes, not, I wish I'm I'd not known mad about that, that at all. Actually, I feel like it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's pretty damn intelligent, actually. I like that. All right, give me one more. Um, my mom told us, and we swallowed our gum. Our butt cheeks, our butt cheeks would stick together. <laughs> why? Why are also so many lies about gum? I know you're not supposed to swallow it. I, I don't think it actually does anything bad to you. No, but like poor gum got such a bad. I don't. Let, let me. Let's do some googling here because I'm sure bad every, all of us. All of us were told, um, let's see, do you, um, can you, can you. I've never actually thought about that, honestly. Digest. Why you can't swallow your gum. gum. No, you can. You can. But why is it bad I, I for you? I've always thought it was bad for you. Oh, wait. Okay. So here we go. We're, we're talking to the Mayo Clinic here. So this is pretty. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's this a pretty, is pretty good scary, resource. Actually. If you swallow your gum. It's true that your body can't digest it. Oh. But the gum doesn't stay in your stomach. It moves uh, relatively inact through your digestive system and is excreted in your stool. How about that? Wow. You were only half lying to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's not, huh. uh, that's, I didn't know. I know. I thought for some reason digestion is fine, but there you go. There's the truth from our parental lies that we're having to now <laughs> deal with later on <laughs> in therapy. Um, the only thing I could, do you remember a lie that you told me, mom, like back in the day? I don't. I'm sure I told you lies around Santa. I'm sure I told you lies around Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy, all of those things. Yeah. Just in case there are kids listening, there are lies about, you know, them not being real. They're obviously very real. Yes, they are. Of course they are. Very real. 
So yes. don't let other kids tell you that because it's a complete yes. lie. Liars. Yes. Those That's are the liars, right. not anybody else. That's fine. Um, uh, also, uh, another thing I remember is, is as a kid, it's not really a lie, but it was more of a, we actually joking about this the other day is that, um, my, my coolest cousin, Greg was, uh, he was how, how, what's the age difference between us? 10 years? He's 50. He's 51 now. So, so he's like, yeah, he's like 10, yeah. 10, 12 years 12 older years than older. us. Uh-huh. So he was like, you know, when I was 10, he was, he was like 21. Right. That's so cool. He had a That's Jeep. Right. He worked, he worked at the movie theater. Yeah. Like I just thought he was like the coolest guy ever. Right. <laughs> and, um, he, <laughs> cause another, by the way, there's, when you're a kid, there's no cooler job in the world. At least, I mean, I'm sure nowadays there's way cooler jobs. Like when, when you didn't have like the outside world, uh-huh. you know, like the yeah. internet and everything like kids right. have nowadays, like the absolute coolest job anybody could have <laughs> was working in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like, Your dad worked like, in a movie theater. I know. Yeah. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. I thought it was such a cool job. <laughs> so he, every year, you know, Santa would come and, um, he, I would always wake up super early because like, what the hell, why would nobody else want to wake up early and see what we got for Christmas gifts? Like mm-hmm. what else, what would be more important than that? I think like, sleep is not more important than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> you would be up at four, 4 AM. Yeah. You know, just couldn't yeah. stand it any longer. Mm-mm. Yeah. So everybody what, to what, get up. What the what what Greg came up with this idea and, and told my parents to do is to actually just set my clock back a couple hours <laughs> because how would I know the difference? Like if I looked over, because the rule was like don't get up until five or whatever, right. out of bed till five or maybe it's six, maybe don't get out of bed till six. Yeah. But then they, so what they did was they set the clock an hour ahead, <laughs> so it was really seven or eight or whatever it was, and like I was so deceived. Like I think I'm still having trust issues because of that. <laughs> You like, were why would really y'all do upset that? about that. I just trusted the clock blindly. Like, why would y'all, like, what What in the world? <laughs> because you know? you've probably been watching the clock for three hours. It probably. <laughs> why, what's, what's more important than going to see your Poor Christmas baby. gifts? You know? Yeah, it's terrible. It's so mean. Aww. Sorry. That was All fun right, we'll for our, us, though. Yeah, well, I'm sure it was, but <laughs> whatever for me. Well, I got to thank the Lord. Oh, Let's do our, uh, our quote for today. Okay, again, it's from Queen Elizabeth. When life seems hard, the courageous do not lie down and accept defeat. Instead, they are all the more determined to struggle for a better future. I think she was pretty much the epitome of that. She went through some really hard times during her time. But yeah, it's true, right? I mean, when life kicks us in the butt, we have to get up and face whatever it is that has knocked us down and figure out a way to move ahead. Um, get some help if we need it, whatever it takes, but we can't just lie down. Mm-mm. Two things. Number one, I asked the question yesterday, you know, do you really care about <laughs> Queen Elizabeth? Yeah, what do people say about that? And I got a bunch of text messages and DMs. I, don't, I, I haven't gone through phone calls yet, so there may be some at the end of the show too. Okay. Um, but... What I found is that the older the person, the more they cared. Mm, that makes sense. But I don't. I don't know why. Why does that make sense? Because because we we've been a part of her life longer than you have. I mean, like I said, she was the queen for as long as I've lived. Yeah. You know. No, I get it. So I we get have that. we have some sort of history with her. I mean, yeah. You know, we knew longer. about her growing up, and you know, we've kind of followed her. Yeah. Um, even from afar. Right. So, yeah, 
yeah, but you all don't have any experience of her or really knowing much about I, yeah, her it just, until she it was just older. Didn't, it yeah. just didn't, I don't know, the whole thing just didn't really strike me emotionally. Yeah. Um, like Bob Saget to me was way more oh, devastating yeah. than well, the Queen of England. For the you same know? reason. Yeah. For the same reason. But, I, but it just, I don't know how it impacted you guys anymore. It's not like... I don't know. There's just like, what connection do you have to the queen of England? Again, it's very, it's I, for, and for those that are suffering because of this, I, I can only imagine like, mm-hmm. you know, if like, if, if like one of my favorite presidents had, was president for you know, my whole life, mm-hmm. but like if any leader of any other country died, mm-hmm. that I had no direct connection with that country. Mm-hmm. It, I just, it wouldn't affect me. It wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I, yeah. I wouldn't like if, if the, if the, you know, the, leader of the leader of Zimbabwe died. Like would anyone care? And again, again, 96, she had a great legacy. I get it for the, and I get it for everyone over there and they should be upset. They should be mourning and everything else. They should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering why anyone in America truly, truly, truly cares about that. Well, and what about when, when people like Gandhi died, Nelson Mandela, you know, other, other world leaders that, that we have known of and that have been great. Yeah. Maybe I just don't really know. And, and, and again, maybe if I watched the yeah. crown, I would get it more. Yeah. I would, maybe I'd understand it better. I just, I don't yeah. know anything about her. I don't, yeah. she, exactly. she is, she is a stranger to me yeah. other than just by title. So maybe that's right. why yeah. it's how I felt about princess Diana too, to be honest with you. Mm. And I know her story is very tragic and I felt, yes. I, I feel, and I still feel for that story. Right. It's very sad. Right. And you can feel for her sons now too, because you can connect to that. Yeah, how you would feel yeah. that happened but to I don't your know mom. that I would feel any differently about them versus anyone else that lost their mom. Like I, I, I feel the same way about you. You know, I feel more you that you lost your mom so young than I do for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess anyway. It, I, I just don't. Ha- I wish I did. I wish I had a personal connection. I guess I'm just trying to figure out for those that do feel so moved by it. Yeah. What What are we missing? Number two. Uh, today I was, uh, interviewed Well, not interviewed, but one, I guess interviewed for a, uh, a trade magazine for radio about our two year contract extension. And I, I gave him a quote because I was really thinking about like how I really felt about being in Baltimore for two more years. Like mm. how did I really feel about, but just about the job situation. So I really wanted to like answer this, this question authentically because mm. most people just play the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just like, I would like to thank. <laughs> this has been such a. They literally all go like this. Uh, I I I'm so thankful for the company for giving me the opportunity. Blah blah blah. It just it's it, it literally is like rinse and repeat. Everybody's quote. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I really want to answer. I don't want to just just give like whatever answer Odyssey wants me to say. I want to give like an authentic answer on this. You know, mm-hmm. like who cares? I don't if, if they read it, and they don't like it. Whatever. Like I'm just gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. And I really was like, I was started thinking about, cause you're talking about like, get back up and like, and like do it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I got, I got, you know, we got, we got to remember, we got to remember how the story started, how certified mama's boy even started. Right. Was like, I got knocked on my ass. Right. Something really bad happened. Some shady shit went down. Mm-hmm. People turned their backs on me, talk shit behind my back, mm-hmm. wanted to do anything to protect themselves and their job. So mm-hmm. instead of doing the right thing, they did the, you know, well, it's, it's just that they were, they, they were their own priority. Um, and, it, and that's mm-hmm. fine. It, it is, a, it, it is what it is. Right. We moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was bad. It was bad. Like it sucked because yeah. worked really hard at that last job. 
Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Like I feel I actually read you the quote that I said. Um, I feel I just, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I genuinely feel support. So this is what I said. This is the quote that I gave him. I said, I don't say this because it sounds like a good quote to print, but I'm truly honored to be creating great radio with a talented partner mm-hmm. and with a staff that allows us to grow and be a hundred percent creative. Thank you to the city of Baltimore and then Tracy, my GM and Tom and our consultant and the whole Odyssey team. Uh, that's, that's, and that was just the part they used, but I was like, I really do. I feel like, I'm really glad that I I gave this one more shot. I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Right. I don't know. I'll probably get fired tomorrow. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've really I've been really enjoyed my professional time in Baltimore. I really have. I've really enjoyed putting on this radio show with Jess. Yeah. And it's oh, been yeah. a lot of work. It's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad that I did it. We've been talking way too much. Hmm. So let's take a break. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. We need seven more certified fans this month. Uh, it is my mom's birthday month. She'll be 70 this year. Woo-hoo. And Woo-hoo. we're trying to see if we can get if we can get seven more people to become certified fans to help support the show. Mom, do you want to explain what a certified fan is? Yeah. They're the awesome people that support us financially with $6 a month. And they become a member of our fan fam Facebook page. Um, and they get discounts on merch. They get mama text. They are the first for any exciting news. They get the first broadcast and they get a shout out on a show and our Facebook page. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support us for $6 a month, you can text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Mom, let's actually send out a bonus mama text this week. You want to? Sure. Let's do it just for certified fans. Okay. Um, we have had it. three people that have joined us, and we're super thankful for that. Uh, Michelle S. is coming back to us. Michelle, we, I, we lost you, and now you're back. Uh, so let me actually – the problem is if you come and you leave, I don't – like it doesn't give me the opportunity to go back and update your number. Like It's not like it just it, – it doesn't like reactivate. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to – we're going to give you credit though because you're back. What's up? So happy awesome. to have you here. Yeah. Uh, Michelle S. is from Chula Vista and mm-hmm. that's in California and uh, mm-hmm. probably knows me from Channel 933, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And uh, just super thankful for you. Originally, certified fan number uh, number 80. So we're going to give you that oh. one. Okay. Certified fan number 80. Okay. Uh, you've been with us since the 
fifth day we were had, we even had certified fans. I'm not wow. sure when you left us, but now you're now you're back, <laughs> and we're super thankful. We're super thankful. So this episode is is dedicated to the returning <laughs> Michelle S. Okay, let's give her a whoop whoop. Okay, whoop whoop to Michelle S. We're glad you're back. Don't ever leave again. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping we can find seven more people that listen to this podcast. And y'all, we have thousands of people that listen to this podcast. So I know there's there's somebody that's listening right now. Like, you know, I like this podcast. And I know that like it's been uh, the, the, the commercials have been a little light this week, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> so um, maybe you can you can help us out with just uh, with six bucks a month. Text the word fans in honor of my mom's birthday. Uh, F-A-N-S. 888-Kramer8. And that's going to do it for you today, Mama. Love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history! <laughs> All right. A moment in Kramer history. This is where we look back at my radio career and we laugh about just some of the dumb, dumb stuff we used to get away with. I, honestly, this was genius. This is a genius idea. I don't know if I came up with this or I stole this from another radio station, but uh, every September... I think it was every like, April and every September there was Bike Week in Panama City Beach where we first started our morning show. And we had this idea, or there I stole it, to do uh, a segment called Jail or No Jail where we would send Miguel Fuller um, out to like the biker bar during Bike Week and ask people with tattoos uh, and then to describe their tattoos and then we would try to guess what had they been to jail or not well this is the very first time we did this segment uh it was, it was this week back in 2009 and just just i i was genuinely genuinely happy with this segment uh this how everything played out it was the timing it just it, this this is gold this is gold all right welcome uh to jail or no jail oh. wow this game is very simple, and you can play it from home, so uh, bear with us this morning. This may be the corniest thing I've ever done. We'll find out. Um, we realize that people's tattoos say a lot about them, and that I think that just by the outer appearance of some people, you can tell if they have been to jail. Now, I'm not talking about a butterfly tattoo on like your lower back, or maybe like a little teddy bear on your ankle or something, or a rose tattoo, okay? I'm talking about... There are some tattoos that are just hard. Yes. And you know that person is a hard person. Yep. And usually, just by the person's tattoos, you should be able to tell, did they go to jail? Have they ever been in jail once in their life? Or not? Mm-hmm. We sent Miguel Fuller out to, uh, yeah, out to newbies to, to talk to some local bikers. Yeah. Um, to see if they had indeed been incarcerated or not. So how, nice. how we'll do this is we will have uh, Miguel's interview with the, with these people mm-hmm. actually asking about their tattoos, mm-hmm. okay? They'll ask about their tattoos and what they look like. They'll describe them. Then we're going to ask the, the age-old question, jail or no jail, okay? Mm-hmm. Jail or no jail, and then we'll find out, all right? So the first person I talked to, this nice young woman, her name is Sam. Okay. Um, and so this is me asking her to describe her tattoo. Sam, describe to me the tattoo that you have. Oh my gosh, you're drunk. <laughs> Sam! Listen, it was after... I felt like you were about to say, like, why don't you love me, Sam? <laughs> it was 1 a.m. That comes a little later. Okay, sorry. One more time. Sam, describe to me the tattoo that you have. I have a flower on my ankle. 
Okay. What type of flower is it? I don't know. Whatever the dude wanted to do. Oh. Is it a, a um? Is it a, a lilac or is it a sunflower? It's a red flower. Ooh, nice. I like that. I sound like you're about to be in a loving. Like, what the hell just happened? You are so intoxicated in this segment. I think she may be my, I don't know. I think, I think she was. The, I Whatever. No, I think she was sober. I think she was annoyed with Miguel. Okay, Holly, let me ask you the question. Mm-hmm. Jail or no jail? Just by a simple, it looks like a rose, ankle rose tattoo, man. Um, but she let somebody else put it on. Right? She didn't know. Yeah. I'm going to say no jail. I'm going to say no jail as well. Let's find out. Now tell me this question. Have you been incarcerated before? Never. Thank you. Woo! Very nice. I Very feel like nice. I won a million dollars. Close. You're close. Two people to go. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So then the next person, I went up to Crystal. She seems like she was having a grand old time. And so I just had to ask Crystal if she, to describe her tattoo. I have 13 dolphins around my ankle and a pineapple. Now, do you know what a pineapple means, right? No. Yes. It means that you are a swinger. Is that true? No. <laughs> Miguel, what is wrong with you? I want more of these. This is my favorite this new is, segment. Yeah, this like this segment is going horrible, except for the fact you sound ridiculously intoxicated. I like oh, it though. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. Thirteen dolphins, Holly. Thirteen dolphins <laughs> and a, a, a pineapple. Thirteen dolphins. <laughs> I'll say no. If you have a, if you have a, yeah, a dolphin. Sea mammal. There, there's yeah. No sea mammal can be in that rough. All right. So we're all saying no. Now, Crystal, tell me, have you ever been incarcerated before? No, never. All right. Pretty obvious. Okay. Last one. Miguel thinks this one's going to be a doozy. All right. uh, This, her name is Bubbles. Now, have Um, we ever talked to a Bubbles before? I feel like we have somewhere. I I, I don't remember. Okay. Um, I didn't verify this at Ah, all. Okay. But she did say her name was Bubbles, and she also was one of the girls who kind of had a crowd of men around her, was oh. talking to her, and so I kind of butted my way in. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I sure did, and so I just asked Bubbles to describe her tattoo. All right, Bubbles, I want you to describe, oh, first off, do you have a tattoo? Um, like three or four, or maybe possibly five. Okay, describe to me your prominent tattoo. Um, it'd be like Fisherman of Men, my Christian tattoo on my left wrist. She has the Christian fish. Oh, okay. There's no way. But she doesn't know if she has three or five. Uh, she was a little it's unclear okay. at the time. It's okay. Miguel sounds like he's unclear about a lot of things. That's that true. Uh, you know. A little foggy. Um, yeah, right. Okay, Holly, jail or no jail? I say jail. Really? Yes. I feel like the people who are the nicest are the really? the ones you never see coming. You think the fish will be there to throw you off? Yes. All Either right. that or like, you know, it started off and she was a young girl and she was all very pure and then... Went buck wild later in life. I disagree. I say no jail. I say no jail on this one. Let's find out. Have you ever been incarcerated before? Yes. Ah, nice. <laughs> I was going to say no. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I have like a whole total thing going on, but you're not ready for that. So no. it's okay. You ready, you ready to Now, please describe to me your it says, gentlemen. Wait, what? What are this you saying is, yeah, here? You can't this, really hear. Like, I had if to, I was drunk, I could understand, but I don't know what I had to beep it out. It's the tattoo that some people have over their in their lower back. Their tram stamp. Uh, uh, oh. 
I didn't think we could say that, so I beeped it out. Oh, so this is her describing her tramp stamp. Thing going on, but you're not ready for that, so no. it's okay. You ready? You ready? Now, please describe to me your. It says, "Gentlemen, start your engines, baby." Woo! Tattoo, I would have said jail. I would if you have a gentleman starts your engines tattoo, you have been just ravaged in jail. Ravaged? Like, yes. As I was editing down today's show, I realized that at the very beginning of recording this podcast, I got my dad being annoying about the shorts, but like it's just for a, a quick second, but we can actually just play this for you. Listen. Black shorts. <laughs> N- uh-uh. We're not doing this right now. <laughs> He said, not, yeah, not right now. They only have two pair I like, so I'm wearing the same over and over. Okay. <laughs> do your parents do that too? Are they just annoy- like, like hyper annoying about something until you just do it? <laughs> oh, man. I got to send their shorts. It'll just STFU. All right. Love you so much. Thank you for joining the show. Tomorrow, brand new Ask a Mom. And a, a lot of great phone calls on the way too. Hi, Kramer. Mom and Nancy, this is Lauren. Okay, Kramer, I think if their trip was planned first, I'm not having a pet sitter come to my house. I'll take my dog to a nice kennel before I just let anybody into my house. Like, I'm private like that. I don't know. Then from Adam's Apple, you hear horror stories of people who take their dog for walks and they get loose. Like, no, that's a no for me. And if they have planned their trip so your mom could watch the dog, and then your mom decided to go to your house. That's one thing. But yeah, I mean, it would hurt my feelings that only I got less time with my mom, who I only see a couple times a year. But also see your brother's thing is he played his trip and your mom had agreed to watch the dog. So it just kind of depends on what happens first. Have a good one. Hey, Kramer, this is Michelle from San Diego. I just about lost my damn mind when I heard today's Ask My Mom. Now, I'm not a mother, do want to be one day, but not a mother. And if my husband ever said that to me, when three kids, especially three young kids and a baby, I would lose it on them. That is totally uncalled for, totally unfair. Um, I don't think he understands that taking feedings overnight for a baby means waking up every few hours. And that's if you're having a good night with such a young infant, you know. They only sleep for a couple hours at a time and then wake up hungry again. So her naps are completely justified. She, in fact, she should take more naps because I think having a healthy mind for the mom is healthiest for her kids. And if the house is a little dirty, who cares? You know, maybe on the weekend they can spend an extra hour or two cleaning together. That way they're not so overwhelmed during the week. That is crazy. She deserves all the naps in the world, in my opinion. All right, thank you. Let's over. Bye. Hey, Kramer, Mama Nancy. It's Lauren again. The the husband who was complaining that his wife slept from 10 to 12, she's waking up during the night feeding the baby. So unless he wants to get up and feed the baby every couple hours and interrupt his sleep, then he can complain. I don't have any kids, and yes, you can't, you know, take a nap during your work day, and there's plenty of moms who have to go to work after waking up during you know, the middle of the night, um, and they can't take a nap. But, you know, if you have a 12-week-old baby and you're waking up every few hours and you could be the best mom you could be for your kid, and you're never going to get everything done, 
I think the dad needs to shut up. <laughs> okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.